0: It's crazy how politicians brag about giving money away, spending money. It's to allocate resources that they've stolen from somewhere else. Here's Glenn Greenwald. Another 500 million today, February 26. Biden approves 350 million to aid Ukraine. March 16th, 800 million military aid. March 30th, 500 million in aid. April 12th, another 750 million more, and I think he's gonna ask for more in a few days. This came from the president's Twitter with a post how he was basically promoting that he's giving Ukraine money. They're proud of this stuff. They're helping fight the evil Putin and we're gonna help Ukraine. So really what this is about, this is about inflation. That's the core thing this is about. That's why I'm such a big Bitcoin proponent. It's why I bought Bitcoin when I came into some money in 2020, when they started printing ridiculous amounts of money. We're talking trillions of dollars added to help the economy. And I was like, damn, I had this cash here and they're literally eroding it away. What do I do? So Bitcoin, a little bit of gold and silver, Obviously, resources, food, water, et cetera, have that as your ultimate insurance policy. But Bitcoin was the core way that I was gonna combat inflation, to protect myself from inflation. Now, this is what inflation is. Inflation is when you have a set amount of something. Let's say there's a certain amount of US dollars in the world, and they buy a certain amount of goods and services. The market is very effective at figuring this out, and your dollar buys a certain amount of things. And over time, inflation has been eroding that away. It's been 2 to 3% a year. Some years, it's been more, et cetera. And then in 2020, they really hyper-accelerated it. Inflate means to make something bigger, create more of it. Now, what does that mean? Very simple supply and demand economics, scarcity. When you create more of something, the value of it goes down because there's more of it. When there's less of something, price goes up or the value goes up or the purchasing power goes up. These millions of dollars that the government just hands to another country, just because they can, like no strings attached, not really any voting on it or anything. In fact, I don't even know how they get it. I don't even know how they're able to do this. It's this just like a new paradigm of politics where they just give money away like that because they know they can just keep printing it. But they make this money out of thin air. They type it up on a computer screen, the Fed, they then give it to a bank or somewhere else. And that means there's now more dollars in circulation chasing the same goods and services. You inflated something, you created more of it. So therefore, because there's more of it, the purchasing power, the value of it, it's less scarce. The value of it goes down. Your purchasing power goes down. Now, a lot of people don't hold dollars because they have investments and assets can protect you from inflation a little bit, depending on which assets, et cetera. But you do earn in dollars. That I know for sure, because if you're an American and you get paid for anything, whether you have investments that pay you money or whether you have a job or you do consulting, you're getting paid in dollars. So what that means is that when there's a Officially reported seven point five percent, eight point five. I think it was eight point five percent inflation rate that they came out with for this month. It was seven percent or something before, which means it's much higher because that's the number they're giving you. That means that you are now eight point five percent poorer because your income buys eight percent less things. It doesn't sound like a big deal. Like I tell you this, I even say it. It doesn't sound like it's enraging, but when you really understand economics, you get deep into the rabbit hole and you look at history. And you look at all the craziness going on, like the housing market, for example, people that are trying to buy homes that are getting priced out and outbid by other people, rich people, foreign investors that have money, that's asset inflation for you, right? That's one byproduct of this. You're seeing the destruction, the oppression, the slavery of humanity, and especially the middle and lower classes that rely on that income. And the only way to get out of the lower and middle classes is to have as much purchasing power as possible to buy assets which are becoming more and more expensive because, again, asset inflation. Inflation doesn't just hit food, electricity, gas, et cetera. It hits everything, including assets. You're seeing a further widening of the rich to poor, which itself isn't necessarily a problem. I have some opinions on that. But when it's pricing people out of escaping middle and lower classes because they cannot even own the assets that get them there to do that, and most people aren't going to be entrepreneurs to start things from scratch, that's a real problem. That's The antithesis to what the American dream is, which is if you work hard and you invest and save and do all these things, then you can escape the middle class and reach financial freedom. But inflation is destroying that for quite literally millions. And that's not even to mention the billions around planet Earth that still trade in dollars like the poor farmer in Africa or other countries like Zimbabwe and Venezuela that have hyperinflation. They still seek dollars. And every time the government makes more of it, even their dollars are devalued. So talk about somebody that's already poor and in dire straits getting stolen from. And they have no idea. They're just like going on with their lives. And then every year they're wondering, well, man, I get more dollars and I work harder and harder, but I don't really seem to be moving up in the world. This is the insidious, destructive, parasitic nature that is the US money printer, but it's also just government and the state. They just dole out money. They create a thin air. They use it to get political clout and favor so they can stay in power. And then all of humanity pays, like pack mules, like beasts of burden, we carry their decisions on our backs and our children will and so on and so forth. And when you go deep enough into this so that you really understand it, Bitcoin is just the only solution there really is. It just becomes so damn obvious. But you have to really understand what this problem is. You have to really understand the problem of broken fiat money and the ever growing US, United States of socialist America state where 50% of the GDP is the big bureaucracy. I mean, 50% of GDP in America is government and government spending. You will become sick, enraged. I hope you protect yourself. That's the most important thing. I hope you see through this phony bullshit when they try to throw their spending at you as if it's some good thing or some, there's a savior of Ukraine or the savior of the earth or savior of the American people. Call bullshit on it because that's exactly what it is. And then return to the first principles of personal property, the state, collectivism, freedom, et cetera. And you realize, or you should realize, if you've done your work, that problem with all government is that it's a few deciding for the many. And the extra, extra problem that's really buried deep in there is that those making the decisions do not bear the brunt of those consequences of their decisions. They have no skin in the game. Most congressmen are millionaires. They insider trade all the time or they get cushy salaries and they get speaking gigs and they get all this other crap. That allows them to very quickly escape middle, and lower classes on a public servant salary, which is like, it, it's reasonable, but it's it's definitely not rich status. Yet somebody like Nancy Pelosi has like $200 million net worth. Elizabeth Warren, hardcore, progressive, basically socialist, has $8 million net worth, flies private, tries to hide from the cameras when people call her out and like complete and under joke. The problem with the state, the problem with all governments is that there's no skin in the game for politicians. It creates crony capitalism, crony incentives, crony politics. And so what you have is the American empire today, which is crumbling, at least the old way it was. I hope we come out of this better with a more decentralized, more constitution, Bill of Rights focused, free market focused the way the founding fathers intended. I hope we come out of this peak centralization that has been going on for probably the past 50 years, basically, and we learn from these mistakes and we get some new, fresh, young blood into the government or we create a completely new government, but I don't really see that happening anytime soon or at least not happening without some major revolution. Uh, Democracy is mostly a joke for these very reasons. Maybe we could have something like fluid democracy where you can vote in real time and the second that your favor falls, you're out of office. Like There has to be consequences for politicians. This idea that you get voted in And then you're just there for a certain amount of years and you can do anything you want. And then when you leave, you're protected. Your decisions, there's no culpability. There's no liability. You don't get sued. You don't get thrown in jail. Like even if your policies kill people, think about that a second. If your policies kill people, or if you send a drone strike that kills somebody on accident, but you green light it, you don't get in trouble. In fact, you get hailed in your private life after you're a politician as somebody that We'll get $200,000 for a speaking gig and you get like Spotify deals like the Obamas, warmongering Obamas and all this crap. Like the entire thing is a freaking clown show. Bitcoin is hope. If we didn't have it, I would have a much bleaker view, even bleaker than everything I just said, view on the future. But I'm actually optimistic about the future because I see the crumbling today of the American empire as paving the way for hopefully something new and better that's based on sound money that's based on a Bitcoin standard, that's based on giving humans option, the sovereign individual thesis, basically, where governments, we already see this now with states, have to compete for citizens. And if they have really shitty policies, then those states will collapse, just like any business with shitty policies. Disney, hey, Disney's paying the price, we see it. Even Netflix, go woke, go broke. (laughs) This is how the free market is the best answer to every human problem and how it actually brings more prosperity to Anybody than anything in the history of mankind. Of course, the free market with strong personal property rights, so that if there is government, it's based on personal property rights, which is why America has been the most successful country in the history of humanity because of the Constitution and Bill of Rights, because people can pursue their dreams through a capitalistic free market mechanism where the market decides if you're good enough and the market pays you if you're good enough. And if you're not, the market doesn't pay you. That's exactly how it should be. It's just nature 101. It's Darwin 101 rewarding those that provide value and not rewarding those that don't. Whereas in politics, it's the opposite. If you actually provide tangible value, you probably don't really get much benefit from it. You don't get much credit for it because it's usually about what you say you're going to do. It's fancy talking points and speeches. It's how people feel about you or compared to the other guy, how they feel about you. It's not about real world empiricism. Whereas I create a policy, this is what happened, and now I benefit or I don't or whatever. There's just literally a detachment from reality. Politics is a detachment from reality. It's about feel good idealism. It's about likability and all the all of the human biases that come with all of that and the tribalism that comes with all of that in the two-party system. Do not celebrate when the government spends money. That money that's spent is stolen from you and it's misallocated and generally when a government does anything, it does it worse. It makes things worse. So by the government giving Ukraine money, what they're doing is they're allowing Putin, Zelensky, and Biden, three figures that aren't on the front lines, that aren't holding guns or shooting people or getting shot at, they're allowing these people to prolong so that young men and maybe even women at this point, I don't know if women are fighting over there, but young men and maybe women are giving the ultimate sacrifice so that these morons can play their geopolitical posturing bullshit games. And all its net is, all the net is of this is more death and destruction. And if you celebrate that, you are a warmongering piece of shit, period, sorry, full stop. And if you didn't understand this because you haven't thought about it, then good, wake up call. Wake up. War is wrong, period. It doesn't matter who's the aggressor or who's not. We need to come to a peace treaty. The government should be pushing to end this as fast as possible. And lots and lots of people are going to suffer as a result. That is nothing to be proud of.